Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. We're off. Let's go. You're leading the way because I've got literally no idea where I'm going. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> hello, uh, listeners. Uh, running commentary. I'm Rob Doing. This is Paul Tonkinson. And we are in... Uh, we're right in the middle of town. Yeah, we're in Victoria. We've just been uh, at Parkinson's UK talking to them about... Uh, Parkinson's. Parkinson's. And because uh, and, uh, the marathon is just days away now. So we were checking in with them because they're running for them and also talking to them about the Shake With Laughter comedy night. But anyway, we'll come back to all that. We're running now towards um, the river. We're going to run down the... the okay. This is the Vauxhall Bridge Road and it gets to a bridge. one of the bridges. Okay, um, cool. Vauxhall nice, Bridge Road. Nice. Which bridge is it? It's Vauxhall Bridge. That'll be Vauxhall Bridge, yeah. Uh, so we get to MI6 and... Uh, I've actually got to leave a message at MI6. <laughs> it won't gonna, be long. You're going to pop to I'm the... Just, <laughs> Going to the dead letter box. I'm meeting a guy <laughs> in a brown overcoat just for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to give him a, a microfish. Oh, that's good because I was yeah. going to pick up my uh, souped-up motorboat yeah. and just smash it out through the wall and take it down I to actually, the Millennium Dome. I actually researched joining MI6. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, know, <laughs> you know when you consider other careers or other paths... Uh, when you're a comedian and you consider other careers, yes. yeah. you, all the other careers you consider have to be ridiculous as well. But is that why? Oh, is that how it happened? Often crowds consider other careers for me whilst watching my comedy. <laughs> People suggest alternative modes of earning a living. So, so I will be meeting agent. Uh, great. Well, we'll obviously Casey. that won't come up on the tape. No. Um, so we're going to turn left along the Thames. And to go along to the uh, Millennium Bridge and then back up into North London. So nice. it's, Great. it's a nice little route and also it's a beautiful day. It's a glorious day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're very lucky. And how are you feeling? The marathon is days away. The marathon's days away and I'm still slightly irritated by this cold. Yeah. I'm still able to run, as you can see, but um, it just comes on late at night. I get a bit snotty. Yeah. And I'm drenched with sweat. I think, I think you might be allergic to something. I don't know what. I, I don't know what that is. Or oh, maybe you're being poisoned. Slowly poisoned by 
your vegan flapjacks. Yeah, Thank yeah. You for sending me in the post. Vegan, vegan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I enjoy my flapjacks, but it's not ideal pre-marathon to have a bit of a cold. I must say. No, I'm ho- I've got. To, I'm hoping it'll go. Yeah, but it's got to affect your mentality a bit, hasn't it? You don't. You want to be lining up feeling absolutely, absolutely. fantastic. Let's cross the road. Um, yeah, it's um, a couple of years ago. Because uh, I think I was saying last time that the I'm really feeling good about the taper. It was yeah. one year. I think maybe the time before last I did the marathon, I uh, I started tapering and I hit like the Monday or Tuesday before the run. Yeah. I got a really bad cold. Right. And it really felt like it was the taper that had done it. That I kind of do that. Yeah, that when I went down the exercise, my body kind of let it in. So what happened then? Well, I felt really ill. Yeah. But it didn't last that long. And um And you're okay in the And day. the run was great. Yeah, it was right. um I think it was 2013, so I wasn't running quite as hard then as I do now anyway. Yeah. But yeah, on the in the event the run was great, so So it wasn't a problem. I'm hoping it'll go. I'm, I'm hoping it's my body just chilling before the ultimate endeavor. Yeah, yeah. That's and what also I'm hoping. you do start to obsess slightly, don't you? You get to that point where you know, it's hard to imagine the level of fitness you'd be at to not have any, any kind of niggle or concern. Somebody uh, defined it the other day as maranoia. Yeah, very good. Paranoid health pontifications yes. pre-marathon. Maranoia. Yeah, it's good. Nice phrase. It's beautiful. That was Philip Markham up north. Well done, Philip. Shouts of Phil. That's, we're a bit maranoid about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Trying to get a picture of us running in the sunshine without stopping. Watch this. All right, this is oh, yeah. This is going to be great. This, is, this isn't going to be blurry or anything. Look out. Look out. Clung. Smash. <laughs> I'm just going to actually look at that. Yeah, that's great. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it's like being at the, the seaside, this kind of weather. We're just getting to uh, Vauxhall Bridge. It's ahead of us here. Still can't see the river. We're going to turn he left. Be and waiting for me somewhere in here. Oh, it's over the other side, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Some bloke from Russia. <laughs> it's not a big deal, but it, yeah, yeah. it might be worth something, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Ivan. Covert. A cup of tea. Covert up tonks. <laughs> so There's did you someone. really look into going to MIC? I did. I actually did. I'm, I say looked into it. I did a bit of research online. Yeah. I uh, filled in a form... Had a meeting. Ah, oh, too late. Keep going. He filled in the form went and had a meeting. Went on the Latvian training camp for six weeks. Yeah. Just your usual just, stuff. You just, you just experimented with it. Scott. That's it. That's MI6 directly ahead. Yeah. I get a shot. That doesn't it look... Look out, Sorry. for fuck's sake. I, I, th- I didn't see anything coming. Sorry, I swore that. I think it was a spy. It was a spy on a motorbike. MI6... And the doesn't, River that a, doesn't that look like MI6 though? I mean that looks Yeah, I think when they were keeping it secret that was a mistake. That is great. It's just such a weird anonymous building. Tides out on the Thames. Smells slightly briny down there. Yeah. So will we will we be running here on the day? No, we get we, we get to run through we get the closest we get today is yeah. we'll get near the House of Parliament. Right. We'll be on the other side of the 
House of Parliament from the 25th. I've actually mark. got to stop in at the House of Parliament as well because I've got to meet <laughs> with someone about an offshore fund. I'm trying, right, to, yeah, yeah. trying to disown. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I've got <laughs> <laughs> a lot of meetings in town today. Just as so long as you don't tell <laughs> Ivan about it. I am. Um, we're just going past the Tate Gallery now. This is going to be quite the sightseeing trip. I was at the Tate Gallery the other day. That's Tate um, Britain. And uh, excellent Tate Britain. Have you been recently? I haven't been recently, it's no. It's just great. It's just a good place to be. If you like. The only weird thing I had, and this is an odd, stupid name drop, but it was a strange moment of grief. Right. Because um, I saw David Bowie in the Tate Gallery once. And I'd forgotten. And I got to the spot where right. I saw him and thought, Oh, David... So it's not there. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Do you remember? That's such a little. I saw Deering in the foyer. A little bit too, little bit too soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was with him on. And I thought, oh, wow, that woman looks like a supermodel. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait on. <laughs> Hold up. So Weed. going back to tapering and feeling ill. Yeah. As we finished our last podcast, you mentioned, and I'm going to quote you now, carbo-loading. I want to yes. talk to you. What, what are our rituals, food, everything? What are we doing in a marathon? Pre-marathon. What does it all mean? How worthwhile is any of it? Well, there's, there's various schools of thought. I yeah. mean, I think it's fair that it's a bit of a no-brainer to eat more carbs in a few days. Before you're on the marathon. Well, you say no brainy, but I, I had to work that through because... You don't have a brain. Yeah, that's right. I could whirl with the others. <laughs> so go on then, what, the what were you working through? Well, I think when I first did it, I kind of thought it meant eat loads of food. So yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Throwing down pizzas and pies. It doesn't mean that, no. It doesn't mean that. And, no. um, and, then, and then I also thought to myself, you know, whatever you eat... You're going to run out of energy after an hour and a half, two hours. You know, that's the way the body works. But now I understand that what you're trying to do, it's not about energy and fuel in as as loose a way as that. It's about building up carbs to build up lactic acid in your muscles. Yeah, that's sort of glycogen stores in your muscles. Exactly. So it's not... So it's about shifting the kind of graphic equalizers, the 80s ref for you there, Yeah. of um, of of your diet... So that you're taking just more carbs as opposed to it's ramping, proteins and stuff. It's ramping up more batteries on your Walkman. Yeah, yeah. Continue the eighties. Yeah, nice. Look, hasn't Parliament London Eye? Brilliant. Oh, yes, stop us. Thank you, thank you, taxi man. We're just going to cross. Okay. Um, Lambeth Bridge and sun shining on London. It's really spectacular. Still running though. Still running. There we go. That's London, baby. To be honest, yep. I don't quite understand the science of it. No. But what you don't you don't want to be eating loads more, but it's just shifting the ratio. So yeah. just eat a proportionally ratio, a more. Ratio. Yeah, it's eat, another eat, 80s ref for you. Eating a proportionally proportionally more carbs than you would normally. Yeah. Well the other thing is, to be a bit more basic about it, you want a bit less fibre, you know. Yeah. My diet I eat a lot of vegetables. A lot of beans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pulses and legumes. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying is, you don't want to have a Thai takeaway the night Friday before. night before the marathon. No. Because you're going to tighten things up a little That's bit. That's just no good. No. Yeah, yeah. It's no good. You know, you basically don't want any trouble. But if you do want to be parking anything, 
You want it to be a. You want it to be parking a bus, not a handful yes. of conkers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we had this talk. Yeah. <laughs> so what's that going to be? Five minutes in. But the, but, the, but the controversy yeah. with the carb loading is whether you do the carb depletion. Right. Because what used to, what it used to be de rigueur to... You do a longish run on is the he, Sunday. Is he an expert, this Derek? Yeah, he's published like yeah, yeah. You do a long run on the Sunday. Yeah. Before the marathon. Not a long, long run, but a longish run. Yeah. Depleting your muscles of glycogen. Right. And then you'd have no carbs for a few days or proportionally loads less. Just eat loads of veg. And that would deplete the glycogen, but your body would work harder sort of thing. Yeah. And then you'd overload with carbs the three yeah. days before. That sounds like a... But the problem is that people... It's easy to get a bit ill and stuff. That's right, you know. and it sounds a bit Atkins diet. It sounds a bit like you're trying to trick your body. You are, yeah. I think in terms of what we've talked about before, I think people need to have a bit of faith. Yeah. It's your body that's going to be doing the work. I think at a psychological level, if you think you need to kind of sneak up on your own body yeah. to get the marathon run, your head's in the wrong place. But also it's the same like thing as watching someone have a carb gel on the start line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, let your you body, don't need that yet. Let your body take the weight. Yeah. That's, that's what's going to do the job in the end. But they've also done studies of just like, if you just do the carb loading and don't bother with the depletion, yep. then you're okay anyway. So yeah, yeah. Let's just do that. Absolutely. Just have, just have two mostly carb meals a day for the three days before you do the marathon. And what carbs are you going to favour? I'm in pasta. Ridiculously, as the eater I am now, particularly considering what I used to eat as a young man, and, and not just eat, but consume in general, yeah. I'm genuinely excited about the brown rice I'm going to be eating. Are you not, you're not eating much brown rice? I love brown rice. No, i just be eating more yeah. brown rice. Yeah, brown rice is lovely. I love it. I can remember eating brown rice in my 20s and thinking, oh, it tastes so healthy. Oh, we love it. it. tastes like nuts. We love the brown rice. So, yeah, just loads of carbs, loads of stretching, a few short runs and taper, taper, taper. Taper, taper, taper. And away. You were saying... And then caper, caper, caper. But you, having missed a couple of miles from being ill last week, you were thinking that you've been considering the, uh, the reverse taper, haven't you? Yeah, mine's more of a... Because I've basically missed a week. That should be one of my heavier weeks. Yeah. I'm faced with the prospect of tapering up as yeah. opposed to tapering down. Yeah, yeah. But so you're going to run 20 three days before? Yeah. Perfect. And that'll be. There's nothing wrong with that plan. I will run. Look at that. You're going to pop over to the seat. The centre of, of power. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. dropping down there. Catch up with Dennis Skinner. They love running commentary. Mr. Speaker, <laughs> regarding Deering's comments, regard. Concerning carb depletion. The great thing about uh, is he not Parliament, naive? I wish that the MPs would come to our gigs and do their massive fake laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all our jokes. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we could do with that. Yeah, yeah. When those people are considering a new career for you. Yeah. Now this spot where we are now, just coming up to Westminster Bridge on the South Bank. There's a scene in Mission Impossible Rogue Nation that takes place just here. Yeah. Featuring Simon McBurney. Okay. Hero of mine. You see him in films, but he's also a founder member of Theatre de Complicité. Oh, he's just Complicité. And uh, oh, we love to work Rebecca Ferguson um, from Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, who I'm also um, <coughs> a big fan of. Now, there's a tunnel under the Thames here. There's a lot and, of... Uh, 
there's a lot of runners around. You just assume they're all doing London now, don't you? This next bit, we're going to go past the old GLC building, the County Hall. Sorry, mate. And uh, the whoa, London, whoa. London Eye. Hey, guys, oh, I thought it was running for Parkinson's, but it's just the same colours. Yeah. This next bit is the most touristy bit. This is going to be very busy. We're going to be playing the computer game of dodging not A, loads of people, but also loads of people of all ages and demographics, selfie sticks. People, it's not as bad as when it's raining. It's actually okay. And you have yeah. to dodge the people and the big puddles. Yeah. And it really is like a computer game then. I was thinking about this the other day. It's really good here. And I wonder how many of the people who come here whoop, whoop. know that just another few hundred yards further along, you've got the whole old, what's it called, Festival of Britain complex. Right. You know, places like Queen Elizabeth Hall and yes, yeah, yeah, BFI. Yeah, 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 yeah. That stuff is brilliant. The South Bank. And yeah. I reckon that a percentage of the people we're running past here... They don't know it's there. Don't even know it's there. Well, because they're more focused on Shrek's adventure. Yeah, yeah. And who's That's to right. say... Have you, have you been to Shrek's Adventure? I live Shrek's Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I love it. I've got a joke in my set about how... You've got a joke in your set? Yeah, I've got a couple. Come on. Um, it's, I'm not going to do it. It's about... I say I like to do a really good, authentic Scottish accent, like Shrek right. or Mrs. Doubtfire or Groundskeeper Willie off The Simpsons. So we're under the London Eye now, which is very impressive. I'm going to be like one of these tourists and get a picture. Look at that. Right under it. You do appreciate now that we're in the middle of a really wacky scene now, full of loads of unusual things. Yeah. And we're part of that scene. It's so London. No, but we're part of that scene. Yes, we're we We're like running around are. with things in our... That's right. No one's really going to notice us here. Because we're about to go to Parcino. There's some people here giving out watches. Yeah. There's uh, someone over there just as a little princess. Unless it actually was a little princess. There's another runner, though. Lots of runners along here. We need to. It's a shame that the marathon doesn't come here, but it can't really, because no, not, uh, not um, it wouldn't fit. But I think that they run along here in that. Simon Pegg runs along the South Bank in Run Fat Boy Run. Which oh, look, there's the upside down purple cow, but I've known as the Adderbelly. I've you always struggled. My, uh, quiz show beat this at the Adderbelly. Like it, aren't you? You've always struggled. Sorry, go on. I've always struggled with the concept of the movie Run, Fat Boy, Run. Oh, yeah. Because he's not fat. He's not fat. To me, that's totally a central they really problem with the, uh, with the premise. That, the Adderbelly there is a great comedy venue. I love doing comedy in there. It should be called Get Fitter, Moderately Fit Boy, Get Fitty. <laughs> I mean, he's fit already. You can see it? why it's not called that. No. I think it's more a problem of casting than yeah. titling. And that's a comedy club, too. You see that boat there? That's the Tetzel Castle. Nice gig, actually. It's a really nice gig. Really Comedy nice on a gig. boat. Recommended. I'm looking. I'm a bit distracted here because I'm trying to see my poster. You're looking for your poster. They say it's here, but I've never seen it. It's around here somewhere. Anyway, we haven't got time for that now. See, see now the people's posters. See now, I got married up there. We got wedding photos on Hungerford Bridge. You got married on a bridge? No, we got married in Northumberland Avenue at the Commonwealth Club. All oh, right, okay. Which is now a gym. Right. And then we. You got married on a treadmill? No, it wasn't a gym then. All right. It's almost <laughs> like, it's like you're deliberately misunderstanding <laughs> me. <laughs> and then we came down and got photos on the lovely new walkway bit of uh, Hungerford Bridge. Cool. Just here. And um, also, while we're on my romantic life, I proposed in the middle of Waterloo Bridge. Just you like your bridges. 
Oh, yeah. And you like to keep your bridges quite close to each other. That's right. That's why my favourite comedian is uh, Kevin Bridges. He's great, isn't he? His it's, it's Scottish accent is almost as convincing as Shrek's. He's a great comic, isn't he? <laughs> Waterloo Bridge is known as the uh, Ladies' Bridge. Because? Because it was built by uh, women in the Second World War. Was it? You're joking. Yeah. yeah. True story. Really? Yeah. I don't know that. Good fact, huh? So we're now on the... Uh, South Bank, which I'm um, really, it's just one of my, I think it's one of the best places in the world. It's gorgeous, yeah. I'm hey. ridiculously overdressed. I'm wearing... Are you really hot? Yeah, well, I'm wearing tracksuit trousers and a heavy sweatshirt as well. You should go so in there and be cold down there in the, in the undercroft. It's all concrete and graffiti-ish. They saved it recently. They were going to build more shops and things there. And they said, no, keep the undercroft for the skateboarders. It's beautiful. I'm trying to sweat this, the last vestiges of the cold out. Yeah. And it should go. I think sweating it out. Sorry. It's a bit like your, uh, this glycogen in the 80s thing. Yeah. I'm not sure it's going to work. As a fellow, well, it hasn't worked so far. Sounds a bit medieval to me. Sweat it out. National Theatre now. We've seen them all today. So the marathon goes along the north bank, along the other side of the river here. Yeah. And, uh, we're looking across now at what will be 24, 25 miles. 24, 25, yeah. So, the best miles. Uh, yeah. yeah. Everyone loves them. The easiest miles. I have to say, I've been thinking about this a lot. I don't want to get down on you. But um, 25 miles. I'm only thinking about my dad. My dad came to see me in my first marathon. That's 2011. Yeah. It was difficult for him. Parkinson's made it really hard for him to get there. But... He's so much worse now. You know, it's that, it's that kind of degradation. I turn to my dad now and I'm thinking, maybe he's got like a Parkinson's-related dementia. Right. So, I just, for me, I'm just wondering if he knows at some level I'm doing the marathon. You know? Yeah. It's, a, it's such a hard tough. thing to That's work tough. through. But on the other hand, that is what's lovely about running. It's not particularly... I feel sort of guilty about it. I feel kind of selfish because it, I think running the marathon... For Parkinson's is uh, is good for me, you know. I feel like yeah. it's making me feel better about the whole well, thing. Well, loads of people are doing it, aren't they? Loads of people, yeah, are going through that on the day. Yes, absolutely. But I'll be. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I think of it as a pilgrimage to that 25 mile point. Yeah. And that'll help because, yeah. Again, selfishly, I can ignore all the other miles to there. Be yeah. strict myself about running to there. Show a bit of self-respect on that last. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so on and so forth. You need you need to uh, you need little aims during the course, don't you? Absolutely, little things to uh, to run for. And what do you think? Do you think this would be good weather for the marathon, or is it a bit too hot? It's a bit too hot, but I'd take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I quite like uh, I quite like running in the heat. Yeah. Also, it's lunchtime. If it's this kind of weather on the day, it'll be a little bit cooler just from being earlier in the day. Yeah. And by the way, Steve. That wasn't the problem with the sound. That was me sneaking a belch into the middle of a word there. Enjoy that, listeners. That's the sound of avocados and brown rice coming back. I think people like our noises. It gives it a sense of reality. People get the impression that we're actually running. I think they believe that we're we're in a sound studio. Of course we are. (laughs) (laughs) In Spain. (laughs) In a virtual reality. (laughs) Well, you need to work out some signal with other runners. Yeah. Whereby when they see us out recording running commentary, if they're listening to it, <laughs> some kind of Freemasonry type gesture. Oh, and, and also... That would indicate... Yeah. 
I really want to, if there's anyone who's been listening to running commentary, and we do happen to see you at the London Marathon, make sure you draw, draw your attention. Draw, 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 make sure you draw a picture of yourself and hand it to us. That's probably the easiest way. Because we will be doing little befores and afters Yep, on the day, won't we? Yeah, absolutely. We, as we say, running for Parkinson's UK, so we'll be in their distinctive blue, black and whites. Sorry. Oh, exciting. Really exciting spot there by the Upside Tower. We're just about to get, get to and go under... Blackfriars Bridge. Right. And there's St Paul's over there. That's where we're going, St Paul's. That's Do you know, I didn't find out this out till recently. When we went up Primrose Hill the other day, yes. you could see St Paul's. And you thought, oh, that's nice. It's not an accident. St Paul's, excuse me, Yeah. is at the heart of planning rules in London. Right. So basically there's set places in London, including some that are really far away, like out towards Richmond and stuff. What way you have to be able to see St Paul's. If you try and build a building where you block the view of St Paul's, that building would be blocked itself. That's nice, isn't it? It's good. Some sort of aesthetic prevails over the... (laughs) The exactly. The oligarchical conquest of the, yes, the skyline. Right. As we run towards the half-empty, pointless shard. Yeah, yeah. Um, pointing abusively up into the sky. Yeah. But kind of gorgeously, too. Um, we're getting this, I think there's going to be some jazz in this tunnel. I'm feeling pretty jazzy. <laughs> Excellent. This is on my playlist for the yep. marathon. Oh, oh yeah. Ah, man. This is really living. Blow it, small fry. Blow it. Yeah, he blew it. <laughs> that was not. Um, I had a charity, cheers, mate. I had a charitable moment there as I ran past the jazz. I thought, if only, if only someone had some change. And then I realised I've got a handful of change. Ah, did you give him some money? I gave him some money. Yeah. Good work. There was quite cacophonous jazz. Yeah. I think doing it in the tunnel turned it into. Uh, I don't. I hesitate to use the word special torture. <laughs> I won't want to be in there with them for too long. That's the underside of Blackfriars Bridge. Very impressive. Now, I feel like I didn't realise there were so many film sets on our run. But we're about to run past where Tom Cruise and uh, Bing Rhames have their drink at the end of uh, Mission Impossible. Right. And then cross the bridge what, that so gets destroyed by the Death Eaters at the beginning of... Uh, Harry Potter and Half-Blood Prince. So a lot of Mission Impossible film now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, London, it's very kind yeah. of classic Cold War, isn't it? But it's yeah. also always in Hollywood films. Sort of modern. These days, they... Brutalist I think there's some kind of... Talking of nice memos, I think Hollywood has a memo that says, yeah, can you blow up central London at the beginning <laughs> of all the films you make this year? So, yeah, up to Tate Modern. Like it. Ex-Power Station. Very nice. Yeah, I thought we might have more trouble along here with the night's weather that we would be um, tangled up with all the... But it depends on how fast do you think we're running. We're probably going pretty slow, as we we're should be. We're going fairly slow. Makes it easier. The other thing about St Paul's is it's so massive. You yeah. think how massive it looks now. And the we're fact that they yet. built it yeah. in the 17th century. Oh, it's bubbles. 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 Bubble man. Hey, bubble man. Bubble man. Bubble. But I can't see them. I don't know if they're there. Bubbles. Invisible bubbles. Invisible bubbles. bubbles by the tail. bubble. So, yeah, sorry to lose the power to you. Is he selling anything or is he just knocking out bubbles? He just loves bubbles, man. He just loves it. So, we've gone take to take. There's a lot of take. Take. art around here, isn't there? 
These people are floating. Yeah, it's rubbish. I always think uh, lazy busking I find very tiresome. Yeah. I think you might as well just beg. Yeah, it's warming Which up, some people it? need to do. So, he's giving it a bit of second rate David Gray. <laughs> Poor bloke. We're going to uh, slightly shake up the Millennium Bridge. They did strengthen it when it was first. People were scared, weren't they? That it was wobbly. Yeah. It was supposed Understandably to be. so. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to fall in the river. Yeah, you, Sorry, thank you. Bridges aren't meant to wobble. Well, you're so old-fashioned, Paul. Not in the middle of town, though. Not a bridge as important as this one. This is designed to wobble a little bit, but it's not supposed to flip up and dump the people on it into the river. That's, that's wobbling too much. So, this is pretty exciting because we'll get to a point where we cross the marathon route, which is good. That's what you want. I remember... I mean, this is definitely a more... Um, what's the word? Uh, touristy trip through London than the marathon itself. Yeah. And I really resented that the first time I did the marathon. I don't mind it anymore. What, you, you wanted it to be more touristy? Yeah, I wanted it to be in London. You think, where's the M&M shop? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why can't we be there? I wanted to go round and round Leicester Square 36 <laughs> times. <laughs> uh, or, 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 as someone might say, Leicester Square. Leicester. Leicester Square. What are we doing in Greenwich? It's great to start though in Greenwich, and it? it's great it's running through South London. And it's great going across Tower Bridge, which you can see here. There's the shard and some boats. Tower Bridge is such a key moment, to be fair. Yeah. That's so that's it. at the 14 mile part. Sorry. Just, uh, it's just before halfway, actually. Right. So more like 12.8 or something. He wasn't stopping, was he? He was, no. He, he was, was barreling through. That's like 10 pin bowling, that bloke. He nearly took us both out. So. Yeah, actually thinking about it, it's really unfair because Greenwich is picturesque and Greenwich Tower Bridge is enormous. Yeah. And then you get rewarded with the London you reach at the end. Yeah. I just didn't get it. I just hadn't thought about it enough. Have you I, ever um, seen that? That bit at the end only accessible to the few where you run down the mile, do a sharp left after the finish, do a little snicket over a garden and you're in the Queen's house. Yeah. Have you been rushing into that? Yeah, one? yeah, I've done that. It's yeah. only a matter of time. I have to say, I thought you were going <laughs> to... I, thought, I didn't realise it was going to be silly, but I had something similar happened to me last year. The first time my Green Star Qdos ever got me anything. I came off the finish line and someone said, oh, hi, Rob, come this way. I thought, brilliant, she knows who I am, forgetting that Rob is written on my chest. Yeah. And, uh, and that's when I went into a hospitality tent just off the finish line, like just after the medals, and got straight on a massage table. That's great, isn't it? Um, next to Jensen Button. That's a, we talked about that the other day. Yeah. And... Um, it was absolutely brilliant. The only downside was it was so soon after the marathon that I kind of didn't need a massage yet. Right. So he started rubbing my legs. He said, I feel great. You feel really loose. I was like, well, kind of still running. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I yeah. just broken stride. And then as yeah. I lay down, I tightened up and I got a really bad cramp. Oh, my and God. I had to kind of jump up off the massage Ooh. table. And, uh, I and, go, and drink a bottle of water. But they thought we've got a real live wire here with yeah. this one. All the time, buttons thinking, stop yeah. fussing. Stop fussing. But then he'd been there so this is some for points. a good half hour by then. Look at that. So we just crossed the road, the marathon goes along, and uh, come around St. Paul's Cathedral. I've got to tell you also, if you're a fan of slapstick, 
Um, I used to do a lot of falling isn't? over. Who isn't? Yeah. I used to do a lot of falling over, and two of my uh, falls were near here. There's one over there, one back there. I'll, 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 the video, Rob Deering over falling over. Look it up. YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's a lot of fun. Because I don't fall over anymore because of my knees. I'd rather be running. Did you? I wonder, listeners, if you heard that bell. That was the actual bells of St. Paul's. So there you go. This is a lovely spot. You realise how amazing it is, isn't it? To live here. Yeah, absolutely. Through here. Sorry. I forgot to tell Paul where I was going. Oh, we're going through actually going going through through the the gardens of St. Paul's. We're going through the gardens of St. Paul's. Let's do it. People sitting on the grass eating their lunch. That's one of the first times you can do that this year, hey? Sit on the grass People and eat your lunch. Lounging round, yeah. yeah. People, they used to. Um, it's one of the few times of year where, sorry, sorry, where it actually gets quite tempting to be an alcoholic and just get drunk and hang around town all day. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It sounds yeah, look good, yeah. doesn't it? It makes sense in this weather. Yeah, but also. That's Not that it's always a choice, but. It's one of the things I love about London is that everyone gets into these green spaces yeah. and sits down. And, you know, you see people of all. Just people of all types, and yeah. around here, lots and lots of smart cityish people. And in some towns, people just don't do that, except in the gardens. Cheers, man. So if you go to a park, yeah, and you see someone lo- lounging around, it's because it's where they live. Yeah, and uh, like, like that guy. And yeah. uh, you know, I remember going to a really sunny park once in Oxfordshire, and it was a beautiful day. And no, it was just collapsed eating cheese. It was just, it was just, um, the only people in the park were homeless people and teenagers. Yeah. Because there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. I think that cities are great for that. There was a great, um, I wish I could remember. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f? are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Her name, it was an architect who died a few years ago, and she was a big believer in that. In, in America, in she public said that, spaces, sort of. Yeah, that, like the idea of living, living in a brownstone and hanging about on your doorstep and interacting yeah. with the neighbours. It's like that huge... Hanging out on the stoop. Go right across yeah. the wall, that light's red. Crossing the, 
there's that huge housing project in Sheffield that they were so excited about, but then it just died, you know, because you've really got to think about those communal spaces. We're just north of St Paul's. I don't know what this church is called, but it's a memorial to the Blitz because there's no church really. It's a tower and a garden so where the bo- church used to be. Down. Yeah. Because, of course, around here, that's why you get such a mix of old and new buildings as well because this was... A lot of devastation. Bombed to, uh, to bits in the Blitz. Bombed to bits in the Blitz. I don't know if that's a good thing to sing about. Yeah, so did you see in the news about the man in New Zealand who is banning Leica from his cafe? I liked that guy. You liked him? I liked the stunts he made. That's because yeah. you don't wear Leica, <laughs> is it? <laughs> See, I do, yeah. I do. Well, you're a Leica extremist. I want to apologise to everyone <laughs> I've ever worn Leica near. I have got more and more relaxed with it. I really have. It's good to see that you're getting more relaxed with it. <laughs> was it the... Um, what was it? Was it the suggestion that it was putting off people off their food? Yeah, and but there's also the idea. There's a to be. I'm probably sort of reading too much into it. There's the implication that if it's a lovely young lady, it's fine. But we don't want to see the gentleman's. Uh, gentleman. oh, no, that's, I mean, that is just sexist, isn't it? Isn't it? If but you yeah. want to imprint the memory of your distended, <laughs> I don't junk think, on the minds of. <laughs> This is, one of, my, this is one of the best sentences of running commentary so far. Let's just pull out some of the good words there. Imprint, distended, junk. So, um, and yeah, we, I mean, we've just been to see Parkinson's UK, and I've quite often been there in my life, you know, yes. for a meeting indoors. Yeah. I'd like to apologise to them. This is nice. Oh, this is... This is lovely. Yeah, we're in, a, we're in a country meadow. Yeah. And had some incredible building works here. Uh, by St Bart's. A lot of the lovely women working at Parkinson's UK did look quite haunted, actually. Yes. <laughs> quite disturbed by no, this onslaught. And they kept waving pictures of me <laughs> in a suit at me. Hey, one this is a nice just, look. One of them just wrote in pencil during the meeting on a bit of paper and actually hand, help me, and just pushed it towards me. <laughs> so, when, and in a way, you we'll are helping can. us. So that's nice. <laughs> hey, that church is in four weddings and a funeral. Um... So, so we're weaving our way through the back end of yeah, we're going the market. On. This is a market, isn't it? Yeah, this is Smithfield's meat market. Cool. We're going to run straight through the meat market. Like it, yeah. Running through the meat talking market and like about Lycra and That's got meat. levels. Yeah. But I will say, talking of Lycra and meat, I am going to wear Lycra on the big day. Are you really? Yes. Yes. Because, you know, not, I, I suppose it's, it... I suppose it just feels nice and snug. It's all snug. It all fits. Yeah. Does it not chafe a no, little bit? Nothing chafes. After? Right. I tell you, I really don't suffer from chafes. Touch imaginary wood. Oh, can you smell meat? I can no. smell the residue of meat. I yeah, think so. there probably was a time when this was more like wading through a lake of old blood. So it's quite nice these days. So yeah. Trails. I don't. I don't. The only Talking place. About, um, Go on, entrails. Entrails. I have decided <laughs> from now on to wear pants when massaged by Tanya. We've come to, we've come to that agreement. Yeah, yeah. I think and the, it's been working. The, only, been the working. only amazing thing there is from now on. Yeah. <laughs> After my initial gauntlet was thrown down. <laughs> yeah, she didn't want to see your gauntlet. 
<laughs> but the chafing, we're kind of stuck in an area now, but let's roll with it. Yeah, yeah well, what do you want? I mean, obviously, the thing, the main thing is that it's distance, isn't it? You think, I'll be fine, and then you go far, and then it isn't, you know? Well, in like, for example, I would never run in, uh, a marathon in these shorts I'm wearing now, right. because my little music player would okay. just sort of tap against my tum, just tap against it, and after and 25 miles, that creates an that really open, bleeding head, wound. Yeah, that would really do you right Yeah. I mean, I'm looking for the marathon. I didn't used to wear this, but I've started to wearing a snug pant <laughs> beneath my shorts. Yeah, you used to so just go, go naked. Just because, just because when I didn't, if I just relied on the inner brief to cosset my <laughs> possessions, shall we say. Good. Although they are really my wife's. I like to see it always my wife's. <laughs> yeah. Not that she wants. Yeah, you could you for a minute there. You were being <laughs> circumspect. But now we're wondering into the... But, it, but if you leave it to the inner brief, yeah. you can get chafing. Yeah, and that's, and that's pain upon me. You're going to be in pain anyway in the yeah. marathon. You don't want to be worried about your, I don't, about your chafe. I'm really worried about putting a kibosh on this thing. But I haven't had too much trouble chafing. Right. The worst chafing I ever had on a marathon, a half marathon, is um, I uh, got some quite severe ankle pain. Right. Just running through it. Yeah. It's, uh, what, you got it now? Somewhere? Yeah, right now. Right now. Oh, okay. Um... I'm imagining it's what, is, that, is that a structural it's like sort a of bonal thing? I've broken. I've broken my ankle. All right. Okay. Um, no worries. We're crossing the road. There's a massive, massive truck. Bit of a stretch there. Um, we're going up St. John Street towards uh, Islington. Except nice we're not. Co- we're nice countryside around here. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Nice. Look, at, look yeah. at those meadow flowers growing. Yeah. Just smell the flowers of the fumes. Yeah. Okay, Should I run across in front this. of this scooter? This, no yeah. trouble. Careful. I've learned my lesson. Um... Yeah, the only time I've ever had chafing, I thought ankle's better now. See, I imagined it, I imagined okay, it. Okay, good, good. Um, the only time, I, yeah, it was when I wore a vest and gave me a bit of chafing. You, get, of, you get your underarm Yeah, chafed, and kind of just around, actually sort of out on my back. Yes. But just where my arms have been coming past. Yeah. And uh, I always wear plasters on my nips. You wear glasses on your nips? Yeah, yeah, so I can see really <laughs> clearly with them. Um, That's a good idea. Plasters, man. plasters. You were, you were plasters, yeah. And the rest of it is, you know, Lycra shorts, running socks, normal pants. Yeah. Like a sort of... Uh, On your head. Yeah, because it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, lovely look. And uh, <laughs> and uh, that's about it, really. I'll be uh, applying Vaseline liberally to my nether regions. Yeah, I've never done Purely that. Purely for fun, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you mean, you, you do that before gigs. Yeah. <laughs> Which Just is to a, go out. Always a horrible Whoa, moment in the dressing room. Over. Always tough times in the dressing room when you get the Vaseline tub out. <laughs> yeah. Pre-show Vas up. <laughs> Either that. I was thinking of just dunking them in honey and just taking to the streets to get a bit c- of a frizz on. I can't know? do that because I'm vegan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to dunk them in maple syrup. You know, because I didn't realise that, but when you're vegan, yeah. you're not supposed to have honey. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, because it's so mean milking the bees. Right. Going for those little tiny bee udders. I don't know the biology exactly. But do you really like honey? No. Okay. Everything's fine. Well, that's fine. I'll be putting little plasters. Yep. Obviously on my my nipples, but also a little bit on my feet as well, just to avoid blisters. That's really thin, really thin plasters. On my toes. I'm slightly... Just to take the edge off the potential for blistering. I have slight fear of the old um, socks shifting around and gradually creating blisters over time. Yeah. Um, Are you going to get some new socks for the, for the run or what? No, what? it's too late now, you know, and I've got some good socks. 
I never it's had trouble with them. It's not too late. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a bad mindset to get into to feel like you have to do something special or new. No, no, but I think a nice, fresh, good pair of socks go for a little jog on like Wednesday, Thursday in them. Yeah, warm them in. Yeah, fair dues. But yeah, no, it's too I think mine are good. I do yeah. have a thing where whenever I put my running socks on, the left one goes down a little bit and I have to pull it up. Right. But that only happens once. Right. And then it's all all right. So, uh, yeah, I think, and, 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 you know, I've got new shoes and I've worn them in now and they're good. Yeah, they look good, yeah. So, uh, they give you that bounce. Yeah. And, and one of the key things for me, I like to travel like... Yeah. I don't want to carry a hat or a oh, yeah, yeah, rain totally, jacket totally, or yeah, totally. a million gels. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I might carry a couple of gels. Yeah. We'll see. Well, you know, I went to the shop about this because, as you know, I've done like, probably on any given marathon, I've done like two gels. Yeah. One at maybe 15 and another at about 22, 23. To me, it's almost a sign of desperation when you reach for a gel. Oh, it's almost a semi-capitulation. It's a, it's a In my mind, I'm thinking, yeah. oh, here we are, we're at, je- we're at that phase now. You know? But I don't think that's the culture. And I said, I was saying to the guy in the shop, I said, this year I don't really want to use any. Yeah. But I thought I might take one or two just in case. And he went, no, no, you can't run without any. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, need yeah. six. You he literally said that. I was like, well, that's one way to do it, but goes to back back to what we were earlier saying about trusting your body a little yeah. bit. People are very, it's very uh, the move to the gel certainly. So let's talk this let, pub, sorry this pub's called the blacksmith and the toffee maker. I think it must once have simply been called the two hammers. Yeah. But yeah. they've gone a bit more poncy since yeah, then. Yeah. A bit more yeah, so, so what's happening on let's go through it. I'm gonna On the day. On the day what happens? What happens around Deering's house? No no we've got to take What's it back. Night before the night, night before. before. Night before. Okay. In fact from you know several days before. Well we're taking all the clothes. We're that's right. the comments on Friday. Yes, we are. That'll be nice. This bit is absolutely perfect. Commentary double absolutely. So if you wanna if you hear this in time, I'll try and get this one out a little bit early, get it out on Thursday daytime. And then Thursday, Friday, we're both at the comedy store. Yeah. We'll have buckets. You can come and give money to Parkinson's nice. UK. It is Parkinson's Awareness Week. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is, yeah. Um, and, uh, and uh, yeah, and oh, we That'd don't have nice. to give money. Just come to the gig. But, um, yeah, and then you're not gigging on Saturday night, are you? No, I'm taking it. I'll say taking it easy. I've got a potential spanner in the works because I'm doing a... I've got a mate coming round who's also running the marathon. Oh, yeah. Uh, called... No, it's not Dave. I've got another one. Are you, called you John Trainer, who's my <laughs> old... One of my best mates. That's nominative determinism, if ever I've heard it. What? One Man of called Trainer running the marathon. Yeah, well... Well, he's <laughs> like... Got two of them. There's a saying that it's better to under-train than over-train. Yeah. And he's definitely an under-trainer. Right. I was on the phone to him last night. He's like... I've done two runs in like six months, mate. Yeah, that's... It's one of those. If anything, we're turning right here. If anything, that is a little bit too far the other way. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's an under-training guru. Yeah. But he's also... He likes a bevy. And he's called Trainer. He likes a bevy. And it's the Everton... <laughs> is his middle name questionable? Yeah. 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 <laughs> John Under Never Trainer. And he's got a... Uh, but I, it's the Everton Man United semi-final. Right. On the Saturday. He's a big Everton fan. Right. He will be drinking. I know it. <laughs> and so he'll try and drag me in. And I cannot... Obviously, you can't jeopardise four months training because you've got a mate round. 
And you've got Dave, Dave uh, Williams, comedian, coming around as well, haven't you? Yeah, and he's, he's just, coming, oh, no, off, don't he's go. just coming off Manchester. So this is, uh, We're just about to cross the uh, ring road, City Road, coming out of the congestion charging zone. Uh, not that we have to pay because we're very low emissions. Um, but he's one of those bike trainer who, like, he'll say, I will just have one, and then before you know it, it's three in the morning and you're barking at the moon. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I'm getting a whiff here. Keep watch out the bike. I'm getting a feeling that you're thinking that you might be on this binge as well. No. Good. Absolutely not. Post-marathon, sure? yes, but no chance. I have to say that it no sounded chance. like, just for a moment there, it sounded like I might run a slightly faster marathon than you. That would be hilarious. No, <laughs> not, not that. I think that's, that's highly possible, but me going on a bender the night before. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. I can't do that. But, uh, you know, <laughs> You're tempted, I, aren't you? You're no, tempted. no, but I'm coming from a completely different... I'm tapering down, pasta yeah, loading... Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, what? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's just completely... <laughs> yeah, not in that place. He, 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 his plan is to walk the first hour. Is he the same? And what, then, what age is he? Pardon? What age is he? He's about 48. Yeah, yeah. He wants to walk the first hour, then run the second hour, then walk and... Do you know what I mean? He yeah, wants yeah. to alternate hours of walking and running. Yeah, I want to run all the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my plan. Well, only because if you stop... That's good, because I was feeling bad that I'm doing gigs on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to be edgy anyway, and I've got the gigs in there, nice gigs. Yeah. Are you doing two or just one? Two, but I'll whiz straight home and go to bed. Are you going on early on the I'm doing the early show at the comedy store. Right. And then I'm doing the lovely Udderbelly, which is... uh, Oh, that'll be nice. I like to get there whenever I can. It's it's, uh, Rob Doings beat this at the Udderbelly. I don't know if I mentioned that. That'll be nice. uh, (laughs) That's on May the 3rd. And uh, stop plugging. Oh, look, there's a canal. We've been down there before. That's nice. Um, I won't get a picture. Um... So, yeah, and I thought I'll only be twitching around the house anyway, and there'll be yeah. nice gigs. And it I'm not doing quite, the late show. That it's quite hard the night before the marathon, isn't it? I think I did, the last last year I did the uh, Up the Creek and uh, the boat show. Yeah. The, definitely the weekend of the marathon. I think I was in the boat show the night before the marathon, and they were literally, because that's on the route. Yeah. So they were putting out all the fences and everything. That's weird, isn't it? It was crazy. It was brilliant. You want to chill if you can. I, mean, I think the main thing, yeah, in terms of an umbrella of advice, yeah, if we can knock that out, there is just don't don't panic about anything. Yeah, that's just right. Just try and chill. If you don't get a great night's sleep the night before, don't worry about it because no. not many other people have anyway. Yeah, it's exactly. It's, it's, it's important to be actually relaxed as opposed to well rested. Because yeah, getting a good night's sleep is a really hard thing to do, isn't it? It can be. Yeah. You start panicking about a bit, particularly about. when you're slightly older. I mean. Once Kids, they can zonk out for 12 hours. But once you're concentrating on relaxing and getting good night's sleep, then that's a, you're never going to get one. Yeah, you're in big trouble. So, so, so that, that's the work. We're doing a few gigs, but then, of course, our work is easy and fun and short. Yes, yeah. Um, I'm going to be obsessing. I'll have my clothes kind of cleaned and set out Yeah, it's this from about of, 72 hours. There is a ritual nature of it, isn't yeah, yeah. it? I'll be, I'll be getting out the Vaseline, the plasters, well, I see, you've got the trainers, the, things the that new I miss. socks. If I find out I haven't got any safety pins, yeah, I, I, love, I, love, I don't know what time the safety pin shop opens. <laughs> <laughs> and the panic about safety pins. Yeah. I know. But it's going to be, okay, let's go through the list though. I'll have headphones and music. Yeah. I'll have to make sure the playlist is refreshed and yes. the battery is charged. Yeah. And the headphones are good. And then... Uh, Unlike last year, <laughs> and there's safety pins for the number, emergency details on the back of the number. That's important. Uh, yeah. Tag, tag on the on the uh, shoe. Make sure that's nice and tight, but not tight. That's so it makes the shoe uncomfortable. Not over tight. Oh. Yeah. More roads, oh. by the way. We've just come out onto the Essex Road. It's not the second half of this isn't quite as uh, 
picturesque no, as the first. It's not. But we do get closer and closer to my house, and yeah, we're getting to a nice bit soon. Anyway, so what are we saying? Yeah, music no, no, player, the, headphones. The getting out of the gear is great. Yeah, and also. Also, post gear as well, isn't it? Getting loads of warm stuff for after the race. Yeah, yeah, stick it in. You're red you're bag. Gonna, you need to be red bag, red bag. You need to be ready for it because yeah. you will get cold after you. It's like you're going to get cold and stiffen up. So, yeah. Get some nice warm stuff. Yeah, that's right. What you want to be in after the marathon is warm, comfy clothes that make you feel like you're getting a hug. And it's your like, medal. Yeah. You wear your medal. You want to be in a velour onesie. That's one option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now. The other key thing is food. Careful with these curbs on their citrus road. Don't break but your they give you But they give you bits of food afterwards, don't they? That's no, but I'm th- what's your food plan beforehand? Or before? Yeah. I'm going to live on brown rice this week. I'm going to have a lot of carbs this week, yeah. Because uh, I've, I've, been, I've been slightly abusing the carb-loading thing. We're going crazy. Right. And, uh, you know, which has been fun. You don't really need to do that. That's disgusting. You don't want to put on loads of weight. No. no. It's changing the... And equally, I don't want to be don't want too much fibre and everything because no. I want to tighten things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's brown rice all week long, um, and jack of potatoes and pasta, like you say, all that and stuff. Obviously, what about on the day? What are you going to eat on the day? In the morning. Well, well you've got to have a full English. Yeah. There's no point lining up unless you're full yeah, yeah, of yeah. fatty meat. Well, you say full English, <laughs> but I think you're missing out on some of the nice Scottish things there. Yeah. You know, as well as... Get your black pudding Yeah, in. black pudding, lawn sausage, <laughs> potato cake. Yeah. yeah. And obviously a pint of lager to wash it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two pints of heavy. No, of course. <laughs> yeah, now what are you going to have? I'll be facetious. <laughs> I'll probably be having... I'll probably have... What are you going to have? I might have a bit of porridge yep. and some bananas. And because I'm not a vegan or a vegan, yeah, I, can, those. I can have a bit of honey on that. Those poor bees. Those poor little bees. Those honeyless Hey, let's go up here. So now vegans. we peel off the Essex Road onto the old, the off-to-run New River. Very nice. Very nice. And make sure I'm decently hydrated and yeah. all that. I'll have, a bit, I'll have a coffee about half an hour before the race. I see. I'll, I'll probably have a fair amount of coffee earlier. Not as much as before, but I've learnt my lesson. Yeah. But, you know, on a given morning, I have three strong coffees, which is basically kind of six espressos worth. That's great, isn't it? Or more. It's amazing. So I'm going to cut that by down to two, two-thirds of that or maybe because that's going to dehydrate you a bit isn't exactly it? and it also right. means that it dehydrates and it's a diuretic so it means right. that when you're trying to take water on later on you can you just wean it straight out I turn me into a steel tube I remember us chatting before about uh, water stations and stuff on the day yeah and you, you're not a big fan of drinking too much water, are you? Well, I think at some point during a marathon, I'll get a bottle of water and I'll drink it. But it, I take it like medicine. I would never normally be sipping or anything. I think I can see the thing is I think it's worth a sip every 5k or so. Yeah. But you're more like leave it until you're really thirsty and then have yeah. a big. Well, bottle. actually, even then, I probably I don't feel the thirst. I know I am thirsty. We we yeah. got onto this on the bit of the uh, 20 mile that didn't make the cut. But it's weird because you were saying. But you must be thirsty. And I was thinking, he's right, you know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> We've yeah, run yeah. 16 miles and I'm sweating. But yeah. I wasn't feeling it. So it's all very head, not heart. Yeah. I'll be thinking to myself, well, there's a water station here. Yeah. I'm probably thirsty. I'll have some water. But I won't like feel it till afterwards. That's kind of nature of, you know, that's the kind of slightly unimaginative running machine I've got. The idea is just to set it off and let it go. To but the, the thing is, you always end up crazily thirsty. Yep. At about 22 miles. It's just mental. Yeah, you, you're going to be dehydrated by, at the end of the marathon. You yeah. can't really drink as well, much I think as you I'm need actually, to. I would say drink a little often. For all the comedy we've heard about it, I think what the way my 
being thirsty actually presents is daydreaming about booze. So yeah. when I start thinking, oh, I fancy a pint of cider that's yeah. going there. That's when I need a water. Yeah. Or if I drink it sensibly, I actually won't get to the point where I'm tripping about the possibility of ridiculous so drinks what, that would actually make me vomit. And, what, and what's your game plan on the day of the, the actual event? Okay, well, I'll get up in the morning. Like you, I'm going to get up in the morning. That's the first thing. This is like when I write down my set for comedy. I always write the first bit is on. Yeah, yeah, it's There's never any assumption. I always write that on my to-do list. Get up, <laughs> eat, as if you'd forget. Yeah, that's Thank right. Thank you, So it's important stuff. Um, yeah, so I'll get up. I try not to get up too um, early. You know, you want to yeah. get some sleep. Yeah. But it's going to be, what, 7, 7, 15? Uh, my mate was saying the other day, he, listen, he, he rang me drunk from Colchester. He reckoned the start's 9 o'clock, but you say it's 10. It is 10. I obviously need to clarify yeah, this. Yeah. We'll be getting there. You and I will be talking to you, running commentary listeners, at um, probably half eight. Yeah. No, it's not live, though. You get next week. Check but um, we're checking with you then. I've got their train time, though. We'll make okay, a proper brilliant. plan. Okay. And we get there and settle in, put the stuff on the bus at about... Quarter past nine. Yeah. Or earlier. They're one and then just fraternise with the other superstars at the Green Hobnob with the celebs. Yeah. Hobnob with the celebs. I'll be just chilling with Will Smith and Cruzy. Yeah, yeah. Just having a laugh, you, you know. You know those guys aren't running. <laughs> Are they not? <laughs> they tell me they're Yeah, I'll be chatting with Audrey Hepburn and Jimmy <laughs> Hendrix. Um. No, but let's, let's talk about... We'll, we'll do a little bit of stretching, light stretching. Little stretch. Like, like I would for any run. Basically, yeah. I try and, I'm going to go left here and then back into the park. Um... You know, that is my that is my MO, really. I mean, we've talked before about not panicking too much about the start. Yeah. I want it to be as much like a seven-mile run from my house yes. as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. a really key difference is eating. I would never normally eat before a run. Yeah. But I'll have that, like you, I want oats. I have a little packet of oatcakes and a little porridge or muesli with uh, orange juice and a banana and coffee. Getting a lot of coffee early on, but not too much. Yeah. But I also, it's very important to have that coffee because there's something else I'd like to do before I leave the house that morning. Yes, yes. Yeah? That's important. I'm going to park the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you want to drop the kids off at the beach. To me, that normally happens nearer the start. Yeah, I mean, there'll be a queue for that in, yeah. the, in this lab tent. Yeah, but, yeah, but not the... Not the gr- you don't want to be next to old Woody. Me, you and Ainsley Harriet squeezing one out <laughs> ten minutes before. But it's a very real possibility. <laughs> I think there's a, there's a guy, uh, Tony from... Uh, <laughs> Emmerdale, who's he's you know I know him from because he's just at every single run. Tony Odenshaw. Yeah, and he's every, a great runner. He's a great runner. Yeah, and uh, I've ch- chatted to him quite a lot now. But I would say that pretty much ninety-five percent of those conversations have taken place in a queue for the toilet. But he's he's <laughs> sub three because when I run my he's a great runner. When I run my three nine. <laughs> I was second celebrity runner that year. <laughs> and he was first. Oh. He breezed past oh, so, me about 80 miles. So what you're saying is me, you and him are going to be in the queue for the labs. And he's you'll be blanking him and we'll be chatting away proper, Yeah, I'll be giving him the eyes. <laughs> he's a proper wiry runner. Yeah. But what always surprises me at these runs is how fast you set off naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how that has to be restrained. I Feels good. Like, you're not sprinting. It's about. It's like holding a dog back on a leash, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was like during the bath half. Yeah. We just set off. I just, sorry, I just turned the other ankle. I'm intent so on breaking cor- both my ankles. We just set off. Yeah. We're ambling along. And then I heard this bloke chatting. And we're just in the swarm of people. And I heard this bloke chatting just saying, if everyone ran the half marathon at this pace, they'd be doing 64 mi- m- m- uh, minute miles all the way around. Yeah, yeah. That's obviously... T- that, was, that was about 15 seconds a mile faster than I thought. Six, 64 minute miles? Six... 
six 44-minute miles oh. all the way around. Yeah. And obviously these people around weren't going to do that. No, no. They were just right. excited. No, it is something really <laughs> to watch, isn't it? You I think I've said to you before, I ran, I don't know if it was last year or the time before, I ran a mile and it, it, it coincided with the song Tiny Dancer. Right. So that's not a prog rock epic. <laughs> that's not a seven and a half minute song. Sub four minute mile <laughs> exactly. theory. I'm running out John Miles here. Come on. And then, and then I ran... <laughs> Getting on for, I think I could run a good five, six miles. And this bloke said to me, well, you're on for a good pace for sub three. Yeah. I was like, am I? Damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you say, I wasn't trying to. Yeah. It, it, it Set off so what felt like a really natural it, pace. It should, it should feel easy-ish after about yeah. 10k. A little bit hard at half. Re- really hard at 30k. And then obviously... Kickball, look and scramble, see what you can handle. You know? Yeah, but to be fair, I, I, I gotta say, I think you're pretty ambitious to save your being tired for getting towards the end. I think that it's reasonable to get to somewhere ridiculously early on, like before either before halfway or when there's still 10 miles to go. Oh, you're gonna be tired think, then. Oh my goodness, I, I'm tired yeah, yeah, already. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna be tired then. I mean, my first one. But like you don't want to be exhausted at no, halfway no, if, exhausted. You can, if you can avoid it. I mean, it's all psychological as yeah. well, isn't it? We're all, we're all, apart from your mate, we're all pretty much, we are actually ready for this. Yeah, you'd hope so. Yeah, except for him. My word. <laughs> for some science here, isn't it? Um, so, but, because uh, I remember my first one, I was really, really felt good. I'd had such a good 20. Yeah. But like you say, I probably pretty much lambed off the this is before even time myself so who knows what speed I was going yeah that's probably running for a bus kind of speed yeah and I got to eight miles I thought Whoa, I'm pretty tired now <laughs> yeah. and I was tired to the end yeah from there yeah but it's because it went too fast but as a result also it meant that I was kind of going just keep going because amazingly you're still on for a really good time yeah yeah there's so there's it's like a kind of juggling there's kind of that argument there's, a, there's the idea that you can in some way kind of Bank time, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And banking time for later. Yeah. And you sort of can, but you pay for it, don't you? Absolutely. Let's face it, you get a period with most marathons where you, if you're fairly fit, yeah. between about 10 and 15 miles, and you're really in the groove, and you're loving your pace, you think, this is great, you know. Yeah. You might as well enjoy that. Yeah, absolutely. Rather than worrying about what pace yeah. you're going to, just flow into and it. And you in know? London, if, you, if you're not an idiot about it, and when I say if you're not an idiot about it, I mean me. Yeah. You can totally enjoy, he's on the other side of the road if it seems like I've started to project, you can totally enjoy the, the fact that you're in London in the London Marathon, yeah, I mean, yeah. all the other runners, the crowds, the places, it's a good place to be. Be open to the It's crowds. relentless with the distractions, so yeah, yeah stay with it. Yeah. But then, and then I'll have music as well, which is a bit of a balancing act. But that's the ultimate balancing act, isn't it? That's it's like life. I just weirdly back there, and it's maybe a little bit lovely of me. I say a little, maybe it certainly is. You made me think of Stanislavski. Oh, really? Yeah, right. Because the whole point of Stanislavski and the original sort of pre-method method acting thing is you prepare and prepare. Yeah. And prepare and prepare and prepare and prepare. You learn your lines really well. And you go and live them. with people like the person you're portraying yes. for a month. Yeah. You have half your teeth taken out so that you're like the guy you're playing around. Yeah. You know, all this business. But then, on the night of the show, you forget that. You relax. You forget yeah, yeah, all yeah, yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. You let it look after itself. Absolutely. And that's the balancing act, isn't it? You want absolute preparation and then let it go. Yeah. Trust yourself to be able to um, but, uh, use that, your ice powers for that good. That always amazes me how you instinctively feel the right pace yep. if you're listening to your body because your body doesn't want to yeah. 
be exhausted. But your body's already thinking, how can I get to 26? That's right. The, the quickest possible way with the most comfort. Yeah, well, so look, just relax time. with that. Yeah. That's why you shouldn't, you know, if you do feel like you're a bit chippy at the beginning, but you feel fine, don't let your watch make you think, oh, no, I went off too fast. You know what I mean? Don't go off too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't use that as yet another excuse to give yourself a hard time. I would say it's a mental thing. If you're conscious of trying to go... the math yeah. is going to be you're easier. Doing well. yeah, if you're conscious, up, if you're conscious you want up from my scouse, mate. <laughs> but if, you, if you're conscious that you're trying in some sense to keep up with someone yep. or to go a bit fast, then you want to restrain that, I would yeah. say. Also, the early doors. All the negatives, it's a really long way, right? If, you, if you're really having trouble, stop and stretch. Yeah, Start yeah, yeah. again. If yeah. you feel like you, you can do it, but you're not going to meet your targets, forget your targets. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just get round. Don't let your targets ruin no. your experience. God, no. What else? What other tips can we give? Because we don't want to be... We're not the gurus. We want to talk to you about this. But we have done it before. And you, some people might not have done so. What well, else? you've got my... Don't waste time going into the toilets when you could urinate on the run tip. Yeah, into a sponge. Great. Yeah. That's really nice. I'll, I'll, get, I'll put the police directly in touch with you <laughs> if anyone If you really want to urinate, wait for a sponge Go break. to one of the toilets. Sponge the front of your shorts and just go. One of the many toilets it's on the road. It's sort of accepted to do it that. It is not. Um, <laughs> um, a friend of mine on my first marathon said, take a couple of Eurofen before you go. Heard, which yeah, is I've widely disapproved of. So you're advocating, for you in you're general, advocating doping now. Because you <laughs> you're not supposed to take them without food anyway. Right. They can be bad for your stomach. They can exacerbate conditions like asthma. So, why so w- don't why do that. But why would you do it? Because I'm sort of tempted. I've seen, I've seen well, people doing that a lot. What the pre-marathon ma- um, magazine says, if you're tempted to do that, take paracetamol instead. Right. And it's just... It's a, it's a bit, pain relief. It's negative thinking. It's kind of thinking, well, if I'm going to have pain in an hour, why don't I take something that's... Preemptive. Preemptive, yeah. exactly, which I don't think is too crazy. But yeah, I, I, I'll admit it, I've done neurofen in the past. Right. But I think that... Did you notice it then? Did medically, you? well, no, but it's all placebo, isn't it? I noticed right. it as a... Made me feel less panicky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're going to do that, take paracetamol. Right. Not neurofen, unless you want to. And also, take ibuprofen. Doesn't have yeah. to be neurofen. That's, that's just a product. You, know, you do get those people... Lining up with a harness full of gels, yep. popping Nurofen with a sort of paceometer attached to the to their arm, wired yeah, up yeah, to various devices. I think you can sum up with every thousand yard stare. As uh, trust your body, yeah, trust your body, trust your body, and you don't. It is. And, and also, the, the victory is doing it. It's getting to the end. Yeah. It's great. We'll, we'll be looking for good speeds. It's we'll be trying to run well, but the victory is just doing a marathon. That's it's the whole quite thing. funny, that, though, isn't it? That you spend a day... You know at the end of a marathon day that by the end of it, you won't want to run anymore that particular day. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to run to the end of running today. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And that's I can't, I'm going to run till I really want to stop. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. And then the relief when you stop. Yeah, that's right. Which brings us to post-marathon. We can talk a little bit oh, about that's post-marathon be beautiful. shenanigans. Yeah. What would you recommend? Well, if you really ha- must drink, then do. But remember, your body's not really ready for it, so only have a little bit. Now, well, you're going to booze in the evening, aren't you? Of course you are. Yeah. My friend with the, do you remember my friend with the, where the guy said, you shouldn't have been training on a bike and you can do the marathon, but you can never run again? Yeah. He ran straight to the pub and had a pint of bitter. <laughs> That's impressive. I normally get really communicative with the person next to me. Yeah, yeah. You feel the need to talk, don't you? Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's just like gabbing to anyone. Yeah. Well, that, that's really not like, like us, that. is it? Trying to yeah. talk to all the runners <laughs> of the world. So I really like that. That was seven miles. 
Let us know what your marathon tips are and how you're feeling at RunCompod on Twitter, running commentary on Facebook, and uh, we'll let you know how a marathon goes. And um, and uh, and if you, if you if there's any way you can come to the comedy store this Thursday Friday in London, I'll or you might laughing. be coming to London in the marathon, of course, come down to the comedy, see us, it's completely fits, doesn't and it? we'll uh, and uh, give money to Parkinson's UK and uh, because Parkinson's Awareness Week, and that's why we're doing it. Our tops are r- blue, black, and white, yes. as uh, as we say. So look out for us and uh, good luck, good luck on the day. Yeah, and uh, and meanwhile we'll tell you all about it next week. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering.